0: All right, all right, all right. We are back. Another episode. Lone Wolf Hoff in the building. And interesting NBA finals so far. I'm, uh, you know, been interesting. Even though it's been very, uh, you know, lowly lowly rated on TV and stuff. The ratings have been low. I think it's been good, pretty good. You know, not bad. It's all the injuries. I mean, that's why it's making it interesting. If there was no injuries, this would be a sweeper or a five-game series. I mean, just that's the way it is. See, the way the Warriors are built, the depth isn't there as much anymore. So when you have injuries to two of your main three, then you're kind of screwed. But we'll see what happens. I think the Warriors still win, and I'm praying the Warriors still win. And as Knicks fans, we need to pray that the Warriors win because I think, personally, if the Warriors lose, I think Kevin Durant is more likely to stay there. And I think his you know, percentages go up a decent amount because he's going to be able to build that legacy. If they lose, because they're going to lose this year, then they'll win next year with Kevin Durant. And say Kevin Durant will say, see, it was because of me. I built this legacy, blah, blah, blah. All the crap that, as a Nick fan, you don't want to hear. So, yeah, so as a Nick fan, I want Kevin Durant and the Warriors to win, even though I hate them. I hate them so much. I think they suck. I think they're the worst goddamn team ever. They piss me off. They're dicks. They're assholes. Draymond Green is the worst human being in the NBA. And he is just, oh, my God. Guy makes a layup, and he just starts screaming and fucking flexing his muscles. Like, okay, man, good for you. It's a layup. But as a Knick fan right now, I love Kevin Durant, and I love the Warriors, and I want them to win because it just makes everything easier for him to come here. If they win, I think that he comes anyway. I think he's going to come no matter what then unless Kyrie does not come. And that's the big question we've had here. And I dive into that now. I'm scared a little bit. A little scared. I'm a little scared with this Brooklyn chatter. Now, if I'm him, i, I if I'm him, I'm really I'm considering Brooklyn. Brooklyn is a good team. They're a very well-run organization, and it's oof, ah, I'm a little worried. But I'm gonna tell you this now. I still think it's going to happen. It's destined. I think it's just destiny. And I have to hope and believe that it's destiny. Because this is the simple truth. Unless Kate Kyrie comes or Kemba Walker, I don't think Kevin Durant's coming. Because who else? There's really no. Who else are you going to pair him up with free agent wise? Jimmy Butler? I mean, I guess maybe. Um,. Tobias Harris doesn't do it for me, and I don't think it does it for KD either. I think he gets that. He wants a Kemba or a Kyrie, and one of them needs to come. One of them needs to come for the love of God. Now, with Kyrie's case, as I've said before, my inside sources have this already done. It's a done deal, and I had this in February. Done deal. It was going to happen, and now everyone was getting on board, and now they're getting off a little bit. (coughs) It could just be. Stephen A. Smith chatter that he's going to Brooklyn. He was he was on the Upper East Side yesterday get, looking at places, so I don't know. Eh, I'm a little worried. I mean, he's definitely leaving Boston. Is it going to be Brooklyn or New York? I think that's what it's going to come down to. Now. I don't think L.A. is even in play. I don't. I don't think L.A. is in play at all. It just doesn't make sense. He knows what it's like to play with LeBron. He knows that if he goes there, it's not going to be LeBron's fault. It'll be his fault, blah, blah, blah. So in Kemba's case now, with Kemba Walker, he can get paid 200 plus million by the Bobcats. Oh, my God. Did I really just call them the Bobcats? Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Talk about memory loss. By the Charlotte Hornets. Okay? Not the Bobcats. They were the Bobcats. Now they're the Hornets. Okay. So Kemba can get paid to the, the super max deal after being on the All-NBA team. Is he going to leave that money on the t- on the t- uh, on the table? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can leave that much money there. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be like an I think an eighty million dollar difference from what the Knicks can give him to what Charlotte can give him. Age old question: There is winning more important than the dollars. And I feel like with Kemba, it's, I think it's going to go either way. Now, if Charlotte doesn't offer him the super max and they offer him close to it, like one ninety. I think he's likely that he would come to the Knicks if they would want him. He's a Bronx guy, you know, played at Rice. I think it's likely. I think it's a likely scenario that could happen. Now, we just need to figure out who we are pairing Kevin Durant with. Who does he want more? Can he get Kyrie to change his mind if his mind's made up in Brooklyn? These are the questions that we have to ask in this next month. Not even three weeks, really. (sighs) Ah. It's going to be a scary three weeks to a month, people. And as a Nick fan, this is it. It's all or nothing here, pretty much. If they strike out, they might do something stupid and give a max deal to Tobias Harris alone. That's a dumb thing to do. Or they could give one to Kemba alone. And Kemba is 29? Around there, 30-ish, I think. He's around 29, 30. So I don't know, everyone. I mean, this Kevin Durant thing is big. This is it right here. We know the curse will be over if Kevin Durant comes, and if he doesn't, well, boy, we're screwed. Now, me, my my ideal scenario. Now, this is my perfect ideal scenario, and that's only because I want a championship in the next two years. Now, me personally. You keep R.J. Barrett, you get A.D., and you trade the rest of the pieces. And you get, you get Anthony Davis. And you have AD, RJ Barrett, Kyrie, KD, and you have a championship team. Now, the more logical and more, you know, the, the thing that makes more sense long term is to get KD and Kyrie, draft RJ Barrett, and keep that young core going with the draft picks you have in the future. Now, KD is 31, 31, 31 years old. You know, you have to keep looking towards the future. You you can make a comparison with the Yankees and the Knicks here. The Knicks keeping their assets for the future will help the the program just keep building up and up and up and keep going. Like the Yankees did that. They'd stopped just paying for guys and making dumb trades and they stocked the farm system and now the pipeline is good. The Knicks can do that through their own draft picks and everything. They have first round, extra first round picks coming up. And they can just basically keep building and building and building and keep it as a contender, even after KD would be gone. That's that is the more sensible thing to do, and I would love it. I think that that's like that's it. I would love it. I'd love AD too. I would come on. You can't say you wouldn't. But that the you know building, I have trust. I have you know I have faith and trust in this management, in this management system. I have a lot of faith. I think that they're a good group of guys, and I think they're intelligent, and I'm happy that we have these guys in here instead of Phil Jackson. So we got to see. We got to see because worst-case scenario, like I said, Tobias Harris and no one else, and then they're screwed. They're screwed. And if they screw this up in the draft, imagine, oh, my God, if they trade that three pick for eight and (coughs) ten, That's just a bad move. It's a clown move, because you're getting Hachimura and like Culver maybe, or me. May, oh God, I don't even know who. But it's not good. Maybe Cam Reddish and Culver. Oh my God, RJ Barrett is going to be a stud, everyone. His he has his ceiling is James Harden. That's his ceiling. I'm being serious right now. <clears throat> a taller version of James Harden is his ceiling, and his floor is like. A notch or two below a DeMar DeRozan type. He is going to be an all-star caliber player, and he's going to be a beast. He has... You know, this is what people don't realize. If he came out of high school, he probably would have been the number one pick last year. And we've seen how that draft class has been so far with Luka Doncic and Trey Young and others. So... Keep that in mind. R.J. Barrett, the, the people, you know, when you're playing next to Zion, it's tough. And I feel like people may think he's overrated or something. I don't know. But I think that's dumb because he's a six seven guard who can do everything pretty much. And he plays hard. Godfather Steve Nash comes from a good pedigree of basketball. Got to love it. I mean, of course, we all wanted Zion. But we had to be happy that we didn't get the fourth or fifth pick because getting the fourth or fifth pick there would have been hell and I think it would have maybe turned Kevin Durant away a little bit more, maybe, possibly, then at that that's a point where you trade that pick for AD. But the third pick, <clears throat> getting RJ Barrett, and I think KD's excited if he comes here to work with a young kid like that. So now it's, the ball's in Kyrie's court, everyone. This is it. Kyrie and Kemba equal Kevin Durant. That's it. One of those two will bring Kevin Durant. If they don't get them, the Anthony Davis trade is the probably the only way you're going to get Kevin Durant. That's the God's honest truth. Maybe he'd play with Jimmy Butler. I don't know though. Um, but Kevin Durant's gonna need someone else here. He's not gonna come here by himself. And I don't, I I'm I honest, i do not blame him. You're not coming here by yourself. You want to win championships. You got to put yourself in the best position to win championships. That's what it comes down to, and that's what he wants as a player. He needs to build his legacy, you know, and he can come here and do that. That's why he's coming to New York if he comes. It's not because of the, you know, the city. It's not because of anything else. He wants to build that legacy. He wants a LeBron-type legacy, and right now he doesn't have it because he's in Steph Curry's shadow. It's Steph Curry's team, and that's the point I've made. If the Warriors lose, it's more likely that Kevin Durant can build his legacy there. It is. Because the point can be made, look, they couldn't win without KD. They need him. He is the true alpha. He is the true king of that team. That's why you got to want them to win. As much as I hate to say it, and I do, I'm a warrior guy this series. I want them to win, even though I hate them. I want them to win. So this is the bottom line, people. The whole um, we need or like we need to listen to these guys in the media and their their word is gospel it's not true. I don't think anyone truly knows what's going to happen yet. I don't. With that being said, there are hints of what will happen and I'm praying to God that Kevin Durant happens. I'm praying. I can't do this anymore. The last time the Knicks were really good, I was like 8 <clears throat> and I barely knew it. like I barely knew the rules of basketball. I loved it. I watched it all the time. I still remember watching Michael Jordan, the crossover against Byron Russell on the Jazz in, what, 97, 98, I think. I remember watching that in my room. So the Knicks were like my real, like, Knicks and Yankees were like my first real love, you know, because they were good when I was young, and I loved them so much. And now it's been tough. Now we got to figure it out, Knicks fans. This is it. This is it. The summer. The summer of all summers. If it doesn't happen here... It's. I don't think it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen here, you're building with a young core of Knox, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, <clears throat> and then it's going to take like five or six years at least. But we'll see. And, you know, it's it's going to be tough. But Knicks fans, we can do this together. We can get through anything. Anything we need to get through, we can get through it. As long as they bring Kyrie and KD I'm going to be a happy camper. Kyrie, KD, or Kemba. So everyone, talk again soon. I've been a little, you know, I've been under the weather. <clears throat> as you can tell with the cough, and I have not been able to really talk in like a, you know, this voice, this beautiful voice for as long as I've been, you know, talking for it now. But also, little shout out to Off The Glass, you know, a uh, a basketball social media, and all around just a great way to get your basketball news. And I truly, you know, these guys are writing amazing articles. They have great podcasts, great coverage. They're all over the place on here, and it's great. It's it's really awesome. You can listen to them on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, and you can follow them on Twitter at, at OTG Basketball. Now I'm telling you guys, everyone complains about, you know, Media guys and how they have bias and stuff. These guys are great. You know, it's from a fan perspective, but it's also just facts and nothing crazy with no you know crap or anything like that. It's just great all around, great articles, great everything. So follow them, OTG Basketball, and on Instagram, same thing. Follow, give them a follow, you know, and that's where you're gonna get your basketball news from the next month. That's it, right there on the Twitter, Twitter sphere, everyone. I, I'm telling you now, if you don't have a Twitter and you want basketball news, that's where you get it from, Twitter. You're going to be the first one to get it. Everyone gets their news off of Twitter now. New world. So, everyone, talk again soon. little Yankee talk coming up, maybe. little Daniel Jones and Giant talk in the next few weeks. My boy, Daniel Jones. I'm, I'm on the train, the hype train. Choo-choo. So, let's get it. Have a good weekend, everyone. Let's get wild. Summer 2019, it's here.